This is a Podfire production. Not just a pretty face. A podcast by two blokes who, trust me, both have a good head for radio. Good morning, everybody. We're back and we are live in the studio at Arundel here on the Gold Coast. And I'm with my opening batsman partner, Christopher Bilston, and our roving reporters in the studio again today, Ms. Tabitha. She decided to come back. She did. She came back for seconds. Hey, doll. Hi. How you doing, champ? I champed you early. Uh, champed you within the first minute. This is a terrible start. It's going to be a great start of podcast today. Mm-hmm. Uh, mate, I'm filthy. Why? Absolutely filthy at French referees. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had money on uh, Justin Hodges. No one had money on Justin Hodges, did they? I, can, I don't know what the prices were, but they would have been... Astronomical. Oh, yeah. I want to see the Ben Hannett one. It looks like he gave him a bit of a touch-up. He was a bit battered and bruised. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, the French rugby, we had an opportunity last night to win the Bledisloe Cup. Did you watch it? Uh, I watched it, and they were 31-10 down. They were 31-10 down, and... Uh, so I didn't watch it after that. I went to bed and then they came back mm. and then they got robbed. Yeah, a mate of mine sent a message in a group chat, uh, how good's the rugby? He doesn't normally watch rugby. And I was like, didn't even know it was on. I was like, <laughs> I was like what day? It was live on Channel 10 as well. I was like, what day of the week is it? It was it's just Thursday. unusual. Yeah, um, so I turned it on at I think the same point, 31.10. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is no good. And then... It was a good last five, ten minutes. So, were they robbed or did they break the law? What <sighs> I happened? I don't. Like, all the, all the um, commentators were saying they'd never seen anything like it before. Um, it was weird. So, we got, a, I think, a short-arm penalty. Um, What's that? That's oh, not a full penalty. Yeah, a little one. So, yeah, so he puts half an arm yeah, up, does exactly. he? Um, so, you can't... <laughs> okay. If you kick for touch, you don't get the ball back. So, you can either tap it or scrum. Again, oh, but if you kick for touch, what? It's a line out. It's a line out to the other team. But if it's if it's a it's a full arm penalty and you kick it out, it's your ball. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so we got a penalty. So we got a short arm penalty. Yeah. And well, I think it actually it might have. Yeah. And anyway, we went to kick for touch, but the bloke was delaying time. It was, it was Foley, like, wasn't it? Yeah, Foley. Yeah. It was his first game back since twenty eighteen. Yeah. And he was delaying time. Um, the ref blew time off, and then he must have said something like, I'm "Get gonna, a wriggle on, son. Get a wriggle on. I'm going to blow time on. Kick it immediately." Yeah, and he took his sweet time and. Wow. Yeah, the the, the like the set, I think the inside center of Australia was like screaming, "Kick it out! Like get it!" Oh, out. really? So he didn't do it. So therefore, were they scored? Did they? Yeah, they scored in the corner, tried. and we lost. Yeah. Fuck! It's never going to get fixed, is it? For. Oh. Hey, rugby is just dead in this country. Well, rugby sevens, we're killing it. I'm pretty sure the women or the men's won women, women World Cup. Well, no, but the the most was that the most recent yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week or the week before they won it. So shout out to the women's rugby sevens team. Indeed, indeed. Well, this week you and I have been at an elite athlete conference, yeah, which the irony behind that is pretty fucking funny. Yeah, if anyone's ever seen us. Two very handsome men, but uh, hence the name of the podcast. But at the same time, we actually had a great week, didn't we? Yeah, there was some really, really interesting tours. Um, the We did a tour of um, Metricon. Yeah, so that the, was good. So the Gold Coast Suns. Got to walk on the pitch, which I found really unusual. Yeah, I liked the, the drop-in pitch and the, the guy explaining how 
it was used for a com games um, venue. I think the opening ceremony would it was, been. yeah. And Tabitha and I were there actually, weren't we? Well, we were yeah. there, yeah. and yeah, for the we hundred the opening ceremony. Hey, we were at the opening ceremony. Yeah, we did the opening ceremony. We did um, athletics there as well. Yeah, that's right. And then I think was did we do good? the closing. What was the city like? Uh. When it was when it was on the games, mm. oh mate, it was awesome, yeah. and no one was here. Like it was, we could get around so easy. Really? And I went to nearly every event and uh, took That's a different true. kid to each event. Mm. Um, but Tabitha and I got to probably the best ones, didn't we? I'd say who won the hundred meters when you were there? Uh, no, nah, we final. saw the um, we saw the, the pole vault final and like one of the longer. Yeah, it was um, there was lots going on in that space, but yeah, mate, the city was awesome at that yeah, time. Yeah, because Birmingham was buzzing when I was there. Mm. Oh, I'd never been to Birmingham. Before, well, there was no so traffic here because they warned everyone, "Oh, don't go out, don't go out," and all that sort of stuff. So there was no traffic. I think they put a um, a toll on in Birmingham. In Birmingham yeah, yeah, it was like something ridiculous, like a hundred quid to drive in to there. To drive into the city, yeah. so obviously no one's doing it. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. Com games were good fun, actually. So yeah, we got to go around there. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. How they had to change the shape of the stadium so, for yeah, exactly, the four hundred track and stuff like that. And the fact that the lights were too big to move, so they built they around built them. Around <laughs> it, and they've built like a staircase around one of them to in like a little corporate area. And they do corporate differently than say the Titans, for example, which is really cool. Instead Isn't that of, hard? Instead of <laughs> instead of doing the outside boxes. Um, or whatever they just do, like a big suite for you know a thousand people or whatever. Yeah, it's like a um, well, Virgin sponsor it. They've yeah. done it like yeah, a the lounge. Virgin lounge, yeah. And yeah, you get greeted by hosties and stuff. Um, the extreme sports stuff was cool too. Yeah, that was really really cool. That was the BMX track, the high performance BMX. Yeah, I love how they kept saying we built this for like just the one bloke because yeah. he was going to be Logan, in the gold. And yeah, he did. yeah. So Pretty we built cool. this for Logan and this one for Logan, and then the chick um, Nita. Something like that. Yeah. She was there. So yeah. she'd just come back from that ACL injury. Yep. So that was pretty cool. And then yesterday we went down to the High Performance Centre for surfing, which is uh, one of those things that I love because I'm a massive fan of the surfing. And, uh, but, no, I wouldn't say I'm a waxhead. Probably the furthest thing from a waxhead. You're a grommet, brah. <laughs> yeah, can you never say bra again? No, I love saying bra. That'd be, that'd be good. Um, anyway, Tabitha, there. was your week? It was um, okay. It was okay? Anything exciting happening in the world of the Kardashians? No, not this week. Oh, this week? Oh. It's well, a bit disappointing. They're, they're on holidays or something? Um, well, I mean, well, I think they just, like, released some new, um, like, stuff that they sell, but... No well, like, are they called skims? No, not skims. Kylie, like... Like, lip glosses and released, shit. like, a new collab with her mum um, for Kylie Cosmetics, but nothing... Um, no drama this week. I think the drama has no been drama. with around Ray J. Who's Ray J? Ray J was the guy that was in the porno with Kim back in the day. That's how this it all started. Mm. But he's come out and said, like, it was the mum. The mum made me release it sort of thing. Oh, really? I haven't heard this. So, come on then. I thought Taylor was supposed to know this, not you. Oh, yeah, I don't know the So, now you started story. the story now. Come on. Well, I don't know the So, what's happened? Ray J. Ray J, who's... Brand- what's he do? Oh, you know Brandy, the singer? Yeah. It's her brother. Okay. I think he's... he's think I'm going to get this right. So Brandy, Ray J's sister. So Ray, so Brandy's brother, Ray J. Yeah, who's a singer as well, I think. I'm not up to date on Ray J. All I know is that... They released a... Well, he released a video. Yeah. A porn video oh, with got, Kylie, wasn't it? Or no, Kim. Kim. Oh, sorry. Kylie's like 
1942. Oh, sorry about yeah, that. Geez, Kim. Why they got famous is that their sex tape got released. But, like, it got leaked, apparently. But they're saying it could be the mum that leaked it. Well, he's saying it's definitely. Oh, that's a bit awkward. Well, is it or it's genius? That's why they're that rich and famous. Yeah. Because of that sex tape. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, what have they done? What was that noise? <laughs> like a cough. <laughs> Like they were, the, uh, they were uh, already like rich, uh, like reasonably rich, but like they weren't. Because they were originally rich because their dad represented OJ Simpson, weren't they? Yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, and Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner was an Olympian. Yeah. But like they were already like just like a pretty like wealthy family. Yeah. And then they got like mega rich. So the this, this sex tape got released. Well, and then they got famous and then they got a show. Oh, that's when they're keeping up with the Kardashians. Did the, did the princes of Malibu come out before the Kardashians? Sure. Who's the Princess of Malibu? Princess of Malibu is like Bruce's Jenna's kid and his bro- and his oh, brother. The boys. The boys and they were just like rich Malibu kids that just did funny stuff. Oh, okay. Probably. That was before the Kardashians, was it? Well, I think, I think so. Be like around the same time. Yeah. Wow. So I think I don't know the full whack, but he's something to do with um David Price, who was like the guy who Wrote a lot of songs for Celine Dion. Okay. That was linked to it somehow, I think. There we go. So we've got another guest today as well. So uh, we'll get yep. we'll get to that stuff in a minute. Yep. Our other guest is uh, Adam Hollyoak, yep. former England well, cricket captain well. and potential producer of some Australian show, Once Upon a Time. Yep. Um, do you reckon he's ever met the Kardashians? Seems to know everyone else in the world. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. But Would he have a Kardashian story? No, I don't. I'm going to say no. Because I think we asked him this before. Did we? Yeah. I don't think I've ever mentioned the Kardashians to him. I know for a fact you did. Oh, (laughs) when? Well, there was a rumour that she was in Queensland. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you asked him. How can we we get access to Kim? So you've just lied to the public. I didn't. It was an error of of judgment. Mm. No, actually, I forgot. I know. There's that as well. It seems like you're a bit too obsessed with the Kardashians. (laughs) I don't. I wouldn't call it an obsession. I'm just intrigued. You always ask about me. Yeah, I'm intrigued how these people are rich. Well, we just told you. Sex tape. Sex tape. Wow. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Mm. Footy. What's going on? Uh, Well, the footy coming to the pointy end of the season. Yeah, it's. um, Were you devastated last week? I wouldn't say devastated. I I think when the Sharks were up by eight nil, I said to one of my mates. I feel sorry for the the Cowboys because they haven't really done much to lose this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good game of footy. Yeah, the first half was sick. It was back and forth. I think that's what you want in finals footy. Uh, a bit surprised it was thirty all. Like that's a pretty high scoring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially for the Sharks who had been like in that top top defensive bracket all, like for a lot of the season. Um, but they were good tries. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They deserved yeah. them. Like yeah. it wasn't just something they yeah. leaked. Both teams really stopped playing in extra time. Yeah, which is a bit shit. Like. No one really went for it. The Cowboys had one chance. He dropped it off the... They did a crossfield bomb. Yeah, because uh, it didn't feel like Golden Point, did it? Well, no, it wasn't, mm. but it's not that same intensity. Yeah, yeah. I think they were both playing for Golden Point, like both trying not to lose instead of trying to win. But um, I know there's always this week, but, you know... What's your feeling? Well, say we beat Souths. Yeah. We've got to go to Penrith to play Penrith. Oh, after yeah, and then you've got a so there's so seven. there's what three more games yeah this week yeah. you win that you go to Penrith yeah it's for a prelim and then you win that you've got to go to grand final so who's on the other side um, well Raiders play 
um, Parramatta tonight. Yeah, so Raiders will win that. Yep, and then they go to North Queensland to play North Queensland. So it could still be a North Queensland Sharks grand final. Could be. It's more likely to be... Penrith Sharks. Raiders Penrith. Oh, Raiders Penrith, you reckon? Yeah. Why Raiders? Well, just they're just so unknown. Like, they've got a good team, but they've just got to put it together. So what they just fuck up at the middle of the season, did they? Because they played really well at the start. Yeah. And then Ricky... Yeah, Ricky was, you know, days away from getting the sack. Yeah. And know. now they're back. Bit of peptide action. Uh, what about your boys? You reckon they've got Collingwood tomorrow? <coughs> oh, yeah, I reckon we do. Yeah, we got them last time. In, and it's in Sydney, so that's a massive, massive thing for uh, the Swans, I reckon. But, um, oh, mate, I hope so. I'm booking a flight tomorrow night, if that's the okay. case. So you come with me? When is it? Next weekend. Yeah, I'm available. You're available? Yeah. We're going to, we're going to Melbourne. Shops in you like Melbourne? Oh, yeah. So we're going to Melbourne for grand final week. Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd love to go down on the Friday and do that whole walk and the, the cars coming past and stuff like that. Yeah, they do I wanted a lot of to stuff. do it in 05, but um, didn't get the opportunity. Mm. And then again in 12, but didn't get the opportunity. But now I've got a couple of grown up kids, so they're a good excuse for me to go to Melbourne. Yeah, could be a bit of fun. Could be, it could be. So do you reckon that will go? Hope so. Well, it depends if the Swans win tomorrow or not. Cool. So, yeah, I reckon it's going to be a good... Uh, hopefully it's the Lions win as well. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's Sydney Lions, that would be pretty awesome. Why would it be in Melbourne? Why is it in Melbourne if they... It's always at the MCG. Oh. Except, well, I say that, last year was at uh, in Brisbane, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Or year before. That was because of COVID. But that was only due to COVID, oh, yeah. which is now officially over uh, as of next week. Said who? The World Health Organisation. But people still haven't. Yeah, no, but they said it's the pandemic side of it or whatever it is is actually over. That's good. Yeah, so yeah, just wiped out. But he told people to run faster. I still don't understand that. You need to run and run faster, is what he said. Yeah, but it's also it's what, how many people died? Like six million. Yeah, but there's like a lot less now. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't even know the numbers because remember, the, I'm sure it was like here, but when I was living in Melbourne, every single day the premier was on TV, like just regurgitating numbers. That oh. didn't really mean much. Like no, exactly. What a pain in the ass but that they was. They didn't really say it that much here because no one really had it. Yeah. No one had it for ages. Yeah. Like, would you know the, the latest numbers? Uh, no. I remember, like, it was the hottest thing to talk about. Oh, on a daily basis. Because yeah. it would be like we had two cases today. Yeah, remember they shut the state down because there was one case. Mm. Do you know why? Because she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's my personal opinion. Not that shared by this podcast or anything else on this platform. <laughs> Cover your ass. <laughs> so what um, What else is going on this week, buddy? Well, this weekend I'm going to Karen's. You are, are you? Yeah. Yeah, we're well, going to go for Father's Day, but my wife... That'd be funny. Actually, but um, my daughter here on the right-hand side told me that I would get too offended and probably abuse them back. Yeah, you're, you but you're allowed to. No, but you wouldn't be able to handle it. Like, you'd get... You'd just take it too personally and you'd be pissed about it for like a week. I don't think you would. I do. I'm with you, Christopher. I don't think that you're like prepared because it's not like they're rude. It's like attitude and you hate attitude. I do hate I attitude. I think you just you know, eat a big bag of dicks. Just tell them that. <laughs> is that like, going to be your comment there, isn't oh, it? Eat a bag of dicks. I don't know. Well, it won't be like that. Who's like, going? Do you take a mum? Uh, yeah, I take my mum and I think my brother and like my sister. Have you told your mum? Or are you just going to take her there and pretend no, to she, she, she came to the No, she came to me with the idea. Really? And it was initially it was like in the afternoon. I'm like, no, nah, there's footy on. I'm fucking not going there. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, we're going for lunch. And I was like, yeah, I'll be there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's we walked past it. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. it's in uh, near Intensity. What's Infinity? That one, Infinity. 
God, God how's so, the tube? So embarrassing. So um, embarrassing. Low key no, embarrassing. I think that I've seen like a lot of things. Like when it first opened, it, it was like really funny. But then I think the workers get like a bit. Well, they have to do it for like six hours a day every you day. You could do it. So then it's yeah, like you'd be great. You'd, you'd be so good working. You'd be employee of the month. They kind of like run out of things to say, and they got in trouble for being. They like got racist or something, didn't no, they? No, no, they got in trouble for being like. They said to people like you can't tell people that they're fat. Like you can't say that to people because like they got in trouble for going too far. Oh, see, that's the but whole that's point. That's what of it is. Yeah, isn't I mean, yeah, but like some things are just like touchy subjects, so they're just like not allowed to oh, say so that. Oh, so it's all getting PC now, no, Karen. They, they can be rude and like stuff, but they just can't, can't be like, personal. Do like direct digs at you and stuff like that. Oh, I thought that, that was the whole sucks, point. Yeah. Looking you forward to you uh, fat bastards. What do you <laughs> order? Get a salad. <laughs> See, I reckon you both would be good at that place. I think I'd be good, but I just don't like talking to people. Yeah, I suppose. That's I, I just wouldn't be able to take their order. Yeah, don't. Sit there. Yeah, just sit there and ignore yeah, them. Yeah, fat You'd be good at that. You fat fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> There's two other good restaurants just opened up as well down there. Wahlburgers. Oh, Why are you oh. so obsessed with Oh, because I love that TV show, The Wahlburgers. Are that you and my so mum the same person? Uh, no, I don't have a vagina. Oh, because she loves that too. Does she? Yeah. There you go. What a great show. And it's about the um the their, his kids collect cards or just yeah. cards and she's always like, Oh, they've got a Mickey Mantle or whatever. There's um I'm not that obsessed with the Wahlbergs. Mm. But yeah, Wahlbergers was a great T V show. And now the it's one opened in Surface Paradise. But didn't they go And your favourite place is open in Surface. What? Where you get your Margies. Oh El Camino. El Camino. Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah, it's next door. Oh, is it? Yeah, they've all bought, they've got a whole new pile of restaurants down there. Mm. So I'm off Monday, Tuesday on school holidays. So we're going to do Wahlburgers one day mm. and we're going to do El Camino. Not invited? I'm inviting you now. Are you coming? I've You're at uni. Yeah, uni. Bugger. <laughs> we'll send you pictures of the Margies. Thanks. Welcome. Who are you going to have Margies with during school holidays? The boys are like. Boys. And I'm busy in the nights too. So I can't oh, that's right. You've got your, your uh, whole big week of parties coming up. You looking forward to it? Yeah, I'll be probably pretty tired. Well, yeah. What are the What are the parties? Um, tonight's just like a regular one with a white. Then a white party. Yeah, white party, and then on the weekend. There's what are you wearing? I don't know. What? How long do you reckon your dad would last before he spills something on his shirt? I don't think he would make it there. <laughs> Lose it on the way. I got a white shirt on today. Yeah, yeah. we've got a lunch, and I've yeah, it's not making past. <laughs> First course. <laughs> yeah, but if you wore white, you have to wear white pants too. So I'd like look great in a pair of white pants. Jeans, so like you can kind I got of white shoes on. You can hide the spillage, but like if it was all white. Do you want me to tell you a funny story? It wouldn't be good. So yesterday we were at this event and oh, Chris is like your mother and obsessed with um, hand cleanser. So he gets the hand cleanser. Sanitizer. But it, that's one. Sanitizer. But it, um, it squirts all over him, not on his hands. So he's got this massive squirt up on his shirt and then all the way down his cream-coloured pants. Didn't look good. It wasn't cream-coloured pants. What? It was brown. Oh, cream. Camel. And the the cream was cream-coloured. The hand sanitizer. No, was it was what? It was clear. Because sanitizer's clear. Depends which one. This one wasn't. Oh, okay. Anyway, he put it all over the front of his pants, which I found quite amusing. Yeah, it dried pretty quickly, so shit story, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the white party tonight, and then what's, what's later in the week? Then on Sunday, it's like a secret location, so I don't know where it is yet. Because it's a secret. Then on Monday, I'm going to Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. In Brizzy. Mm-hmm. What does she sing? 
uh, lots of stuff. Lots. Give of me one of them. Can you throw out a tune? No, no thanks. Can you? Nah, I know the song. She's like huge. She is. Yeah, she's probably the big one of the biggest pop stars, I guess. Yeah, I would say so. So, what would her um, biggest hit be? You reckon? Oh, there's heaps. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I picked the biggest. I'm the, the one, I'm like, it up while we. If here. you type in Billie Eilish into YouTube, I'd say one of her videos will have five hundred million clip. Like it'll be like bad guy. Or yeah. Happier right. than ever. Right, this one. Yeah, that's happier than ever. It's the new one. This is when what the tour is. What did you say? How many hits? Oh, 400 million. 767 million. Yeah. What about this one? Lovely. Lovely. How many hits? 300 million. 1.9 billion. <laughs> it's because this one's like, um, like happier than ever still pretty new. And then lovely, this one's been like around for like seven years. Oh, yeah, that's the biggest one, and then the second biggest maybe one's this seven, one. Maybe not seven, maybe like five. Yeah, this one? Yeah, isn't this like a collab? No, the last oh. one was with... DJ Khaled! No, it wasn't. Oh, it was with just Khaled? It was with Khaled. It's a different person. Yeah, oh, is it? Is it his son? Yeah, no. She's like a sort one? of a Lana Del Rey, like a moody... Oh, I think she's fucking good. Yeah, she's good. Real good. That's nice music. And uh, 1.1 billion yeah. hits. This one's Funny, downloads. Uh, interesting story. The music is done between her and her brother. Mm-hmm. It's done in the bedroom in the house they still live in with their parents. Now, to this day? Oh, I don't know if today, but like till, till recently. the documentary. Yeah, that documentary was awesome. Yeah. yeah her very and uh, Finnegan or something? Phineas. Phineas, yeah. So Phineas is like the... Um, brother, brother, he does the music. Well, yeah. We probably can't play anymore on that. We'll have to pay for it. No, well, I reckon we went over. But um, yeah, they're really, really talented. Their parents are both musicians and in that arty space. But if you look at those numbers, like that's one point nine billion streams. She's only a year older than me. Is she really? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's she's that was what three? She'd be yeah. around two, three years. So that's her second album. I'd imagine she'd have, you know, f- at least you'd put it all together on YouTube. They'd be over five billion. Well, just, just that there, you've got 1.1, 1.9, 760 and yeah. 576. Yeah, so what, four songs and you're at nearly 4 billion. <laughs> and then you've got Spotify and then you've got That's Apple. on Spotify. Oh, is it Spotify? Yeah. Well, then YouTube. And then and Apple. Then Apple. Wow. She's racking up the streams. Wow. But what would a concert be like? Good. She's like it'll just be energy. chilled or is she no, like... She's like lots of energy. She's both. She's jumping around. Oh, Okay. I think it depends on obviously the song. She's yeah, but got it's like, like both. Slow like it's not melodic just like songs. it's not like she's just standing there the whole time. Not like Adele. Well, I don't know. I've never been to Adele. Oh, but Adele's like it's a performance. Nah. Like she stands up the front no, and I'm sings really to like everyone. Walks she walks around and, and she's jumps a, around. She's a bit, um, well, I guess, like edgy. She'll have like costumes and. Oh, okay, like a Katy Perry type thing. No, not that extreme. No, like like Lady Gaga more so. Uh, more like. Um, I don't know how to describe it. You just have to search it up. I'll search it up. That'd be fun. But she's got like her own um, collab with Nike. So she's like into sneakers and she wears like lots of bright colours. Okay. Like fluoro greens like and Like oversized. Purples. That's happened a lot more now too. Like when we were in the US, there was that one at Reebok that she, that... Um, Cardi B. Cardi B's got. Mm. Yeah. Um, is that... So a lot more of those companies are getting out of sport. Not out of sport, but... 
expanding into yeah yeah well i think it's just the whole culture thing like, mm. um you know it's not just sports there's music i don't know if any like actors or anything have shoes oh they would but not sneakers okay um or streetwear i guess but so cardi b and obviously billy eilish anyone mm. else got rihanna what shoes she with puma okay puma is sort of the ones that do more stuff like that like um and are they are they limited drops like you guys collect? Oh, probably they'd have both. Not as much. Like Travis, no. like Travis Scott, for example, he'd be the biggest one. He's a musician. He's married to, or I don't know if they're married, but no. he's with a Kardashian. Yep. He, fuck, I don't know how many releases he's done, but he'd like be the three big, or four. Who's be, that with? Nike. Nike. And, and are they limited? Oh, yeah. they're so expensive. Oh, really? Yeah they they don't even make like it even to the market. retailers like. Ridiculous. Can you get in your raffles and stuff with you those? You can enter them, but you're not going to win. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, they're just, they're the most pop. I'd say they're one of the most popular things to resell. Really? Yeah. They're like ridiculous. And is that because they're limited or just because they're Travis Scott and he's got the name now? Both. And they're like pretty nice as well. Are they? Yeah. Have you got any? No, I just said. They're way too expensive. And you can't win the raffles. Oh, okay. Have you ever won a raffle for Travis Scott? No, I don't really like them, to be honest. Oh, really? Um, a lot of it's bulky. Yeah. Um, it's just not my thing. Not your thing. Nah, You're more of a slimline, just like your body. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shoes match the bod. Yeah. <laughs> Have um, we heard back from Smokes, whether yeah, we're calling yeah, him? Yeah, call him if you want. Uh, we're going to ring him now. Right. Hang on. Bear with me, call See what he reckons about Billy Eilish. He, he probably knows, would. Do you reckon he knows who it is? Uh, I don't know. He probably wouldn't know a name, but... He wouldn't know her personally. Oh, he might. I might. Yeah, we say he um, he yeah, might. Let's, let's have a listen. He might not know her name, but he'd have, because he's got a weird, like a varied taste in music. Hello. Mr. Holyoke, you're live on the Not Just a Pretty Face podcast. How are you, brother? No, very good. Thanks, guys. Well, How I got, are you? Good, good. I've got Christopher with me and Tabitha, our uh, special guest, is back for seconds. So she's uh, she's on here as well. Good morning, Adam. Hey. Good, good morning, Tabitha. Good morning, Chris. <coughs> Mate, Billy Eilish, what do you know? I I don't know who that is. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a isn't it? It's a singer. Yeah. It's a singer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that's literally all I know. It's just a she, and she's a singer, and that's about. I can't I, think of. What. I said you probably wouldn't know her, but you would have her music on one of your playlists. <laughs> he does guessing. have a good playlist, actually. It's always it's always different. Um, I got in his car the other day, and was it the jazz? I no, love the jazz. No, playlist. it was a oh, it was a rapper, but he he, he it is jazzy as well. It's like one of my favorite rappers. I bought the T-shirt of that guy in Vegas. What guy? The rapper. What's his name? Uh, Mac Miller. Okay. And yeah, got in Smoke's car the other day, and that was playing one of his songs. You had that prepared, didn't you, Adam? I didn't know who. I don't know who Mac Miller is either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I listen. Uh, Spotify is pretty good like that. It just suggests stuff. I think, but which is hard for me because uh, I think eclectic's the word you were looking for, Chris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. I listen to everything. So apart from Billie Eilish, obviously. Um, well, you probably have uh, listened to it, but don't realise it's her. Like I was just listening to some music a minute ago with the guys here, and I had no idea who it was, but it was sort of very chilled. Is it? What's her? So if she's, um, I, I guess if I was to have to make some assumptions, I would think that she's out of the mold of 
uh, modern day Kylie Minogue. Or I mean, that could be completely wrong. Here. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. It's <laughs> more like uh, I don't know if you know Lana Del Rey. No. Remember Dido or Dido, whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Dido. I'm, I'm, I'm going along those vibes. Showing your age there, boys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was just trying to translate into old boy speak for him. <laughs> so you're all prepped for a big day today, buddy. We're at a charity uh, function. You're one of the uh, guest speakers. I am. Yeah. Do we have um, our stories lined up, or what are we talking about? I don't know. I had a I had a, um, a, a trial run for it last week. I spoke at the same venue on the same time. Um, so How'd you I've, go? I've, I've, I've had a net. Oh, I went. I went good. It was a really receptive audience. It was. Um, so I spoke with um, with a guy first, and then after me went Damien Fleming and Greg Ritchie. So. Oh, you didn't have much following there. So obviously you were the favourite. <laughs> well, they were actually excellent, but I <laughs> I think they were very happy to see how well I went down because I, as they came up there, so we try and help one another out with that. I said, mate, they're as good an audience as you could. Um, you could want. I think because you know we have everyone was starved of entertainment for a couple of years due to the corona and, and everything like that. I think people are just loving getting out and hearing stories again. So nothing to do with the fifteen friends. points that they drunk before it. <laughs> yeah, they were all smashed. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, what yeah, um, no. what was your headline story, mate? What did you start with? Well, it's usually I sort of try and weigh up my audience. Mm. Um, I, I tend to try and work out. Well, this audience today is heavy. If you're trying what, to weigh that, what, weigh the audience what, up. What, what, like, like the office of media, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, are we talking physically heavy, or? <laughs> yeah, well, me and Brett will be there, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as in, when you say heavy, what? As in, they're, they're going to be hard to entertain. Now, no. what's going to happen is the the speech and stuff before you will be about the charity. And the charity oh, is yeah. about um, uh, young kids getting stolen for sex trafficking in Thailand. And now get up and be funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And when, when Mark Nass, absolutely amazing human being from Destiny Rescue, and what these guys do is ridiculously good for the world. But, yeah, it's, it's, it won't be a good lead-in. Make sure you don't speak first. That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> <laughs> Stick bait up in there first. <laughs> She'll cover well, them. It's actually... It's actually- you know, it's, it's actually usually pretty good when you follow, you know, you wouldn't want to be getting up and following like Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy, would you? So um, you, when you have something like a serious topic, people usually need a bit of a, an outlet. So uh, it's actually probably better, as long as you don't get up and take the piss out of the actual charity, you, uh, you can't go wrong, I think. so. Yeah, well, just, I, leave, just leave your kids' sex trafficking stories at home. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I, I, actually, someone asked me what was the lunch about. What, what was the lunch for? I said, "Oh, it's supporting um, kids' uh, sex trafficking." And then I realised, I went, "No, it's supporting a charety that is against." Yeah. He's so helping. Yeah, I was like, I didn't want to say that. We're, we're actually like, I'm yeah, getting some some white vans and some chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a good start. Yeah. Let's leave the white vans at home. Yeah. Probably also yeah, leave Christopher's pedophile jokes at home as well. Yeah. What about your <laughs> one? The bloke that the bloke said on the radio the other day. Oh yeah, you know well you know Gailey well, don't you, mate? Andrew Gale, yeah. Uh Paul Gale. Oh Paul Gale, yeah. yeah on the right. radio, yeah. So I, I, I saw this thing on um on TikTok or whatever and it was just, I just sit there shaking my head. And then he actually said it live on air the other day and what it was was 
now that the Queen's passed, you'll no longer get a letter from the Queen uh, when you turn 100. Instead, now you get a text message from Prince Andrew when you turn 14. <laughs> and Kaylee's dropped it live on the radio. And I, oh, I nearly wet myself. Is he still employed? Because <laughs> yeah. what, what radio? He's on Hot Tomato. He's on Hot Tomato, yeah. That's like the family-friendly one, isn't it? Nah, that's, um, what's that called, Tabitha? The family-friendly one. I think it is. No, it's not. Yeah, they say that they're family friendly. The one that you're thinking of is Juice, which is actually the Oh, Juice, which one. is the Happy Clapper one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the one that's for the families. But, uh, yeah, no, what a classic, eh? Yeah, yeah well, I think you've got to know your audience. But I think... Dep- yeah. yeah, it depends uh, on when you said it. If you said, drop off yeah, if you said it at 8, <laughs> 8.30 in the morning, it's probably not going to be... Yeah, no, it was pretty early. It was about quarter to seven. <laughs> so, it's... <laughs> Absolutely classic. So, yeah, so what's your lead story, mate, or are you just going to weigh that up? Well, like I said, I, I weigh it up. I sort of usually try and look at the audience, and um, and I'm pretty safe. I've got a couple of, like, go-to safe um, stories to tell because, let's face it, I'm an English cricketer. Everybody hates English cricketers, and I'm in Australia, so that's the place where they hate English cricketers the most. So I pretty much go up pretty self-deprecating and just, take the piss out of myself and I think probably starting with you know when I played against Australia getting sledged by them you know and obviously Australian knowledge of cricketers around the time that I played in England isn't great but they all know you know Shane Warnes and your Murphuses in Healy so I just tend to regale stories of that time and playing against them and you know not only were they a great cricket side but they had you know, amazing characters. So pretty much the stories I, if I get stuck and I start realising I'm having a, a gaily moment like the other day on Hot Tomato, <laughs> then I'll, I'll, I'll revert back to that and you're pretty safe with those stories. So You, um, you mentioned the, the Aussie team had a lot of characters. Who were England's characters around that same time? Oh, uh, well, we had a lot of characters too. I just don't, I think probably the main thing, difference is like you guys, because they guys played for such a long period of time. And I think that's why there's been such an outpouring of love for Warney because just the amount of screen time he had, he played a hundred and something test matches. And for a lot of those test matches, he was bowling. So I think you build a, a connection. So with England in the nineties, we, half of us got dropped after every, every two test matches we were in and out of the side. So <laughs> every time he played the, Australia. Yeah. Well, it was hard for the public to, to sort of join that, to buy into that connection that you guys have got with that great side in the 90s but we had uh, we, we still had some characters we had Darren Goff and, and Andrew Flintoff were, who were two of my best mates um, they were they were great characters so um, well mate the main we, reason uh, I wanted to ring you today was because you've just had the pleasure of spending a couple of weeks with uh, Christopher Bilston in the United Kingdom I did and uh, I apologise for that. But, um, yeah, what I, what I really wanted to know, and I know what the listeners, and I'm, I'm sure my daughter who's sitting to my right would love to know, what's uh, what's the best Christopher Bilston stories that you got coming out of the UK? Oh, well, I, Mate, it was a work not, trip. We were both very well behaved. We were actually well behaved. <laughs> I mean, there was, I guess there was, I mean, this isn't really a, a story that's going to bring the house, and it certainly won't make my, my list of speech things today, was we kept on, we stayed in this hotel in the centre of Birmingham, and um, we were kind of just low-key. We were there doing work, going off to these seminars every day, and um, 
I'd love to say they were incredibly interesting, but half the stuff I didn't really understand when it came to e-sport and all the technical side of things. But of an evening, there was there were some other famous people staying in our in our hotel, and uh, I think I think probably one of the funniest, well, not funny, but just one of the interesting things was we saw this tall, dark, athletic guy one day at the bar, and um, I was like, that guy looks familiar. And um, I think it was probably for about three or four days we were trying to work out who it was, and then eventually we worked out it was actually Michael Johnson. So, uh, oh, from the, as in like the well, most famous runner in history. Yeah, probably. Yeah, outside Usain Bolt, I would say probably. Yeah, the most famous runner in history. We were saying that guy's face looked familiar. <laughs> yeah, he had a mask on. I think the first time or one he of the did. times we saw him, and you go, "Oh, it's that guy, Michael." And you Michael would say, that famous guy, Michael, and you went, Michael Jackson. I went, no, he's a singer. <laughs> and he's so, dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then, we, and then, then there was another, and then Michael Jordan. I went, no, we're going through everyone. And then we, and <laughs> Michael we got B. Distracted. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got, we got, we got distracted. And then we just started, went off onto this tangent of all the fame. Wow. There's been a lot of famous black guys who were MJs, weren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't until a few days later that Chris came back to me and said, that, it, that was Michael Johnson. I don't know. How did you find out? Um, I stalked him. No, I <laughs> followed him to his room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was, told um, me after. I was having breakfast one morning, and I think Nick from the Gold Coast City Council asked him for a photo. Oh, he and he had four gold medals around his yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wasn't very receptive to getting a photo. He's like, I think he said something like, "You've got one second or something." Like oh, really? That. Yeah. That's right. Whereas Smokes is rocking around the hotel with a sign saying, yeah, you can get photos with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, was that the difference? Three, three quid for a photo and an auto. I, did, I don't know why, but I only got asked for one or two autographs while I was there. I, don't, I was wearing my England shirt with my name on the back. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know my, my England back. I, I think but. I think Smokes is probably funny or most enjoyable from his perspective was the, the first night we met up in Birmingham. It was like some fancy... Uh, reception at a museum and so we had to dress up and I think as everyone knows I hate dressing up I like shorts and t-shirts I've worn uh, trousers and a jacket and this place had no air conditioning and I was and we had to walk 15 minutes to get to this place it was like a little bit uphill towards the end oh you're puffing and panting sweating (laughs) no no just sweating bullets and um, did you sweat through your jacket Nah, not because I've done that once. Nah, not through my jacket, but uh, at, before we, I think the, the day of or just before we left, Smokes like, "What are you wearing that heavy jacket for? It's going to be hot." I'm like, "Nah, mate, I'm fine. It's England. I'll be sweet." And then get there, and he could, and he, he was tell, right. He could tell I was like, "No <laughs> good." And he goes, "Told ya." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like he, him, and um, uh, someone else on the, I think it was Joan. Were like watching me from another side of the the, the room, and like, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, look at this bloke! He's dying of heat, heat exhaustion." Because I got a message back from Adam, um, and he's right. I must have been an esports conference or something, and it said "smart dress," and so he's filming everyone in the audience. Every single person has a suit on, and then it comes around to you. You got shorts and a t-shirt on. That's a lie. And that's an absolute fabrication. He's just gone. Truth. Look at this clown or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was true. I have video evidence. Play it. It was. It was. I did actually feel bad because I did. I think it was like five minutes before we were meant to meet the Tom Tate and a few other people. We, I, 
for once in my life, I was the most organised out of the two of us. That's, <laughs> uh, that's got to be a first, doesn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, that's another lie. But no, that, well, I actually, I actually take the effort to ask what's mm. the dress code, and I said, hey, look, I don't know if you know, but I've been told everybody's wearing suits. Yeah, yeah, so, and so I've rushed upstairs to get changed and then walked down and, like, no one's in suits. Oh, everyone was in suits. Come on. Uh, yeah. If you'd turned up in your shorts for that one, that was a... Yeah, that was a no-go. Yeah, so it was. But um, most of my most of my photos and videos from Birmingham are of smokes tucking into the food that was provided by uh, the free food. Yeah, <laughs> not there bad was, on the tooth. No, there, there was, was actually another funny moment. Um, literally, as we were leaving um, Birmingham, we'd all been out for a curry meal, and we're walking back to the hotel. Sort of the whole, um, you know, a lot of the members from the Gold Coast Council and. Um, we were heading back to back to the hotel. It was probably like a five or ten minute walk, and these group of young girls walked beside me. I'm not sure how I managed to do it, but I managed, as they walked past, I think one of them would clip their high heel on my foot, and she fell. As she started to fall, just as a reaction, I grabbed it, uh, just to try and stop her from face planting into the pavement. I caught her, but unfortunately for me and well and for her i caught her by her breath so uh, <laughs> i sort of and I, I was sort of stuck there holding them uh, trying to keep her up from face and i'm like oh, i'm so sorry and i was genuinely was mortified and, and how old was, was this like, young lady oh she would have been 15 um <laughs> it, it was horrific it was a, a, an accident that just, did the white van bad. pull up next to you oh <laughs> It was, it was it was a shocker. So I'm just trying to apologise. I couldn't admit I'm stuttering. I'm trying to apologise and embarrass. <laughs> and uh, and and the and the guys were with, um, some of the other guys were with us. So they're just laughing, not making things any better. Anyway, I was just you know when you just want a hole in the ground to open up before you. Anyway, we uh, Chris was walking ahead, and. Um, he would have been, you know, 20 metres ahead of me in another group. And then when we got back to the hotel, I said, oh, man, I've just had the worst moment back there. I tripped this young girl. She tripped on my leg, and I basically explained what had happened. And he went, was that you? Because as they walked past, they said, oh, I can't believe it. I've just been tripped up. <laughs> got tripped up by some old pervert. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't exactly that, but one of them had said something along the lines of, oh, he was really cute. And then her friend goes, oh, yuck, he was old. He's probably got kids. <laughs> and that one who said he was cute, that was the one with the very thick bifocals, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, no, it was the young bloke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, this piece week in the UK is, um, is obviously massive. Uh, very sad that. Uh, of the passing of Queen Elizabeth, you uh, you had the pleasure of meeting her a couple of times. Yeah, I have had, a, had the pleasure a couple of times. Um, I, I actually, yeah, it's, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think she was the most active uh, monarch ever. I think, in the, from what I heard, that she met more people than any. I think Prince Charles might be the busiest per day, but she, over her period of her life, she's taken more hands and. I don't even think you get to shake her hand and get to curtsy at her or bow. So um, she's met more people than any other monarch in the history of the... So, yeah, I fortunately met her a couple of times. Um, 
I'd like to say I've got some funny stories about it, but you just I, it's, it's actually bizarre because I'm not partic- I wouldn't say I'm anti the monarchist, but I'm not particularly that excited by meeting them. But I have to say it's a bizarre thing when you, you actually I think it's the anticipation and the pomp and ceremony that surrounds actually getting to meet her because the first time I met her was at Buckingham Palace before the '99 World Cup, and um, I was like, yeah, I'm not even that interested in me. I wasn't that bothered. I, was, I, I think what I was saying was she's got no interest in meeting me and I've got probably not, I'm probably not quite as uninterested in she's as meeting me is, but she's got no interest in meeting me either. So, um, but then all of a sudden you start going through all the things you can and can't say and the security and, and the event in itself starts making you kind of nervous. And then all you've got to do is just bow your head not really hard bow your head and don't make eye <laughs> and don't headbutt yeah. it during the process exactly and the whole lead up to it all of a sudden as you started and i'm you guys know me i'm not someone who gets overly nervous about things all of a sudden she's walking down the line i'm shitting myself all I've, got to do is, I've performed like acts of athleticism in front of you know tens of thousands of people and acts and of athleticism wow <laughs> yeah. but it's um <laughs> All of a sudden, just a simple, like, am I going to bow too far? Am I going to not bow? Am I, I think you just start conjuring up, and your, your mind starts playing tricks with you. Am I going to end up beheaded here? For, like, being <laughs> <It's good job. laughs> yeah. So it's, um, it's actually, I think that's why there's so many funny stories come out of people meeting her, because people just start acting out of character and do stupid things when under pressure, so... Um, and what do you think yeah. of the uh, eight-hour lines to uh, walk past the coffin? Well, again, like, I mean, I think it just shows the level of respect. That yeah, the love and have. respect that that woman got was pretty insane, wasn't it? I mean, she she touched on it. And I think also it's just a sign that she, this, uh, her longevity and she, the amount of people that she's touched and met. And, I mean, I was there... I would, you know, it wasn't. It was probably sadder circumstances when Diana died. Yeah, I remember that. I was there too. And it was, um, yeah, the, the, the I mean, you remember the the wave of sadness that went over the whole city. It was like the whole city. You didn't have to speak to anyone. Just you could have just driven down the road and got. If you didn't know, you could feel the energy in the city was that something bad had happened. So, it was like everything uh, turned to black and white. It was. It was yeah. just really bizarre that, that we'd only we'd only arrived three months before, and uh, yeah, it was just unbelievable. Mm, yeah, but I right. think that's what it'll be like on Monday. Uh, obviously, when the funeral and everything happens, and everyone walks behind the the carriage and all that sort of shit again. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's. I mean, it feel, I don't know how long ago when she died, but I just feel like it's just. I think the fact it's still the number one news story, and everybody. You think, wow, well, she's not been buried yet? It's, it's been, how long ago did she die, actually die? Was it over a week? Um, Tabitha? Um, I think she died on. It, 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 it was a while anyway. So it's, Yeah, it was like maybe last Tuesday, I'm thinking. Yeah, like, yeah, if you think someone like the, you know, if, you know, a legend like Clint Eastwood died or, or something like that, it would be, you know, it'd be big news for the day and then none of everyone moves on, don't they? Which is sad, but. Um, with her, it's just been top news story just for days. Uh, it's already days. been how many days, Tabitha? Eight. It's already been eight days. 
and it's still as newsworthy as it was the day. Yeah, died, it's so. unbelievable, and it's like non-stop as well. So, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be so. There's there's a couple of reasons we got you on today. One obviously was to uh, hear your, your stories, but the other one was that uh, you're going to officially become our cricket uh, go-to for not just a pretty face podcast over the coming World Cup. What? Yeah. Uh, how do you see that looking? That's an interesting one, actually. It's um, what's interesting is England have been, and I'm not saying this will sound completely biased, but um, oh, that's okay. England, England have been so dominant in that T20 format for you know, such a long while. But having said that, in the last T20 World Cup, which was only well, it's only a year, um, which Australia won. So, and that was in the subcontinent. So coming that's because England are chokers, mate. <laughs> well, Just I was, saying. I was, hoping, I was hoping it would get now that I'm the career customer, I might be able to come with something slightly more analytical than that. That sledge. But um, it's, England have been so dominant in that format. They're the number one ranked side before and since. Um, and they, they are the undoubted best asset. So that said, your point being about them being chokers is, a, is a, a fair argument because, you know, they've only won that T20 World Cup once and that was a while ago now. So those, those big um, titles do elude England. Um, so, Although the 66 World so, Cup gets spoken about a lot. <laughs> Sorry, in football. Football. <laughs> yeah, that does, yeah. So that, that was the last time they won it. So, and the only time it so, um, so is there a smoky this year? Is no, there a, is no. there a country that like or will it be Australia England final? Well, what I, my my point being is, you know, England are the sort of the number one side. I would yep. say India India are just through weight of talent and um, players, they're probably number two. But then you've also got this outlier in Australia, who have just performed amazingly and sort of above the sum of all their parts through the other World Cups, you know, whether it be 50 over World Cups or the last T20 World Cups, the amount of times they've won those competitions is outweighs the success that they've had over their international period. So they are historically overachievers at these, at these competitions. And then given it is actually being played in Australia... Um, so then I think if this was just taken on pure merit, I think Australia would be, you'd say, oh, they might make it to a semi-final. But I think you'd have to put them up there as equal favourites with England and India. So I think it'd be between one of those three sides. I'd pretty confidently say that, and it's T20 cricket, so this is the biggest lottery that there is in, in cricket itself. So um, who's the fourth in the semi then if you had to pick the four? Uh, well, then the fourth, and I think you've you've got to have to go for the West Indies because they're are they back now or? Well, in T Twenty cricket, they've never been gone. Oh, okay. Um, they're, 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 I mean, in, in Test cricket, they're, they're gone. They're, they're the Titanic. <laughs> they went a long time ago. So, yeah. Um, but in T Twenty cricket, they are the most destructive and dangerous side. So, if you're going to go for a smoky, as you call it, then. Um, you'd have to say them because they, on any given day, can destroy... And they're probably the only side that, on their day, 
England have a good day, they can still win. They can still beat England, oh, wow. even if because they just have that you know those destructive players who can just do freakish things. So um, you'd have to say they're your four sides, uh, and then from there, once it gets to that semi, you know, West Indies, Australia, England, India. I think it's it's literally the flip of a coin. I, I would actually probably, as much as it burns my ass to say it, I'll probably have to say that Australia with its home advantage and their success at major competitions would probably be, if I had to put money on something and I don't like doing that, then I'd probably go with them. I like the fact that burns your ass to say it as opposed to uh, <laughs> well, make sure what it chokes them. Well, you did mention if you had to put money on it, so I've just brought up... What the, are the odds, Christopher? The odds, well, if you let me say it, I'll let people know. Um, Australia, India, and England—it's all—it's a coin flip. All, like any three of them, it's four dollars, four twenty, and four fifty. And then it goes New Zealand and Pakistan next, South Africa, and then West Indies. What are they paying? Twelve bucks. Well, this is just on one place. Yeah. But then, like, then Sri Lanka at twenty-three, and then everyone else is like, write your own price. Like, Bangladesh a hundred, so, Scotland five hundred. I, I know we're splitting hairs there, Chris, but. Mm. You mentioned that they were four dollars twenty, four dollars. So who was the actual betting favourite? Australia. Yeah, but but that's a it's a it's a tough one because it's an Australian betting company and everybody yeah. just in Australia they just back Australia. Yeah. Um. So it's it would be interesting to have a look at those same odds in the UK. Um, yeah, in the UK. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's like I said. I still think Australia's. Um. Yeah, they've got to be up there. So I think that don't think there's any surprise with those three: England, India, and Australia. And Australia. I think every if you ask any cricketer with any knowledge of T20, they're going to go them. But I think then the fourth person, first what fourth one is a. It's just it's after that. It's just a lottery. So, so from Australian uh, cricket, then how does that go with the Australian captaincy? Obviously, just now about to change in the fifty-over game. Does he keep the captaincy for the twenty twenty? Do we know? Not sure. Not sure. I think he. I think he. I think he's kept the T Twenty captaincy, or maybe that. Until the end of the World Cup, maybe. Maybe I mean that might have been the reason why he resigned from the from the fifty over captaincy was um, to sort of make sure that he didn't get dropped. And I don't know. I'm not sure. Who do you um, think will take the captaincy of the fifty overs? I don't know. I've got a feeling. I have a feeling that they're going to go back to Steve Smith. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I mean, I think the kid's done his time. Was he, how old was he when that happened? That whole ball tampering thing. Oh, it was five um, years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, and he's only, he's not the oldest. I mean, he'd be only be like late twenties anyway, wouldn't he? So yeah, I, I so. mean, he was a really young kid when he uh, he didn't actually do any ball tampering himself. Because I think that what he's guilty of was. He allowed or had a culture within a side that allowed that to, to happen, which, you know, let's all think back. Let's, you know, I know we're very critical of our international athletes, but let's all think back to our early 20s and then think about how we would go being the CEO of a, a major organisation or, you know, captaining Australia or England or anything is also so much responsibility that goes with it and... You know, what you know in leadership at, that, at those ages is nothing compared to what we know by the time we get to our 50s and, you know, the age where people are normally becoming CEOs. So 
I think he needs to be forgiven for those mistakes. Uh, I, I agree, but mate, I also look at it differently. I actually commend him for what he did because what he did, he took ownership as the leader. He had nothing to do with it, but he took cool. responsibility and ownership for what his players did. So from that yeah. point, you're looking at it like from a, a business point of view, I 100% back everything my staff do, even if they fuck up. That's on me. So mm-hmm. I think that he actually did a, uh, a a massive thing at such a young age by taking ownership and responsibility for what his team did. I don't, yeah. think, there, oh. I don't think there was an alternative, though. I think that's another, yeah, another, good, point. another good reason for it. That's a good point, Chris. Um, Thank you, Smokes. If, if, there, if there was another person that absolutely stood out from the rest of the pack and it was between that other person and Steve Smith, then of course you could go, wow, there's still that, you know, that thing hanging over. It. Then that tips it in that other person's favour. I think the fact is the second person is so far below what Steve Smith can offer that I think that makes him the the favourite for it in my in my mind. Well, they were talking about Warner the other day coming back and actually taking on that captaincy. I can't see that ever happening. Yeah, look, I mean, look, I know Steve and Dave Warner. I wouldn't say, look, I'm not, they're not on my speed dial, they're not my best mates, but I know them, I've had interactions with them. Uh, and I really like both of them. Yeah. Um, but, and I know David Warner's not particularly popular with the the wider community, the cricket community, just as in the general public. Um, I think a lot of that's unfair, um, because from what I know of him, he's a decent bloke, but he's quite a polarising character as well. Um, he's, you know, you love him or you hate him. And yeah, I think a lot of the general public hate him because of yeah. that bloody ad that he did for TVs. I forget what, what the name of it was, but it was the high sense ads. Oh, I think the, the the LED. Yeah, and the fact that he like jumps up when he scores essential, just little things that make no sense, but that annoy people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think can just helps either. Yeah, no, that's a fair call too. That's a fair call. But anyway, go yeah. sorry, go. Have you met her? Oh, I know her well. I know her very well. Um, not as well as some of the other sportsmen that we know, but uh, <laughs> I've wondered. i wondered when Sunny Bill. Get there. No, I mean she's actually a really nice girl. Um, I was. She actually asked me to be her agent back just before her and David met. But she's always been very respectful. I find her to be great. Saying that, I also know that. I'm pretty easygoing, and I've never had a problem with David either. So I always take people as I find them. So um, actually, me and David Warner, how we actually, I wouldn't say we're friends, but how we sort of kicked off our acquaintanceship was, I don't know if you remember when he punched Joe Root out in a... Yeah, I remember that. Quite a long while ago. Um, At that time, I was going through a bit of a trolling stage on Twitter and thought it'd be funny if I thought I'd come across something which was quite funny. Uh, and also, I'm a, I, mean, I was a big Joe Root um, fan at the time, and, you know, he's a good kid. I'd seen him growing up. So I found um, some footage of the of the actual punch on some CCTV, and I posted it up on Twitter. Here's the actual footage of um, David Warner punching Joe Root in the Down Under Bar in Birmingham. And um, I put the link to it but it was a link to Austin Powers is where Mini-Me attacked, um, attacked Austin bar, Powers. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when people clicked on it, um, and everybody did click on it because they were like, wow, this will be great, 
it was mini me attacking Austin Powers. That's, that's so pretty anyway, funny from you, actually. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It was mm. probably my funniest moment on Twitter ever. You do. Anyway, um... Oh, go on. So I, I, um, you know, I got a lot of responses, a lot of ha-ha sort of things. And then I actually got a response from David Warner, uh, who I'd never met before at this stage. And he said, wow, that's interesting. He said, because I've got some footage from... Um, I've got some footage of some training that you've been doing for your for your fight. So I clicked on it, and it was also another scene from Austin Powers. It was Fat Bastard. So, <laughs> so from that moment, he won me over. I thought, that's actually a very good comeback. And after that, we sort of had some civil conversation, and I, I liked the way he handled it. So um, well, That was well done, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. So You, you um, still do a bit of trolling. I've seen you... Um call out Billy Dib on Instagram a couple of times. <laughs> well, yeah, that... Which yeah, was fucking I funny. I don't know if you know that story, Brett. No, what was but, that? Uh, oh, Billy fought um, the Flamingo. Oh, that's right, yeah. Steve's <laughs> What a joke that was. And, uh, yeah, he cried foul when he sort of got lifted a little bit and didn't hurt his back. Um, so Smokes, like, when he sees someone, like, taking a big dive, he's like, oh, is this Billy Dib? <laughs> Every time, yeah, yeah, love it. Fucking funny. It's, it's, it's become a little bit of an ongoing joke. Um, does he? Does he ever respond to you? Yeah, he did recently, actually. Yeah, he oh. did, and he he kind of he actually wrote quite an articulate private message to me saying um, that he found it disappointing that an ex captain of England would, you know, resort to trolling fellow athletes and. And um, he, he made quite a number of valid points. So, he, so his management team wrote that because obviously Billy's not that clever and can't write. No, no, he did. He actually wrote it quite well. And then at the, the end of it, he was like, God bless you, inshallah. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes me feel shit now. <laughs> did so, you catch um, any of the uh, the fights last night? I didn't. I've seen, I've seen um, some highlights and I've, I've heard. Are they, can you call it. them highlights? Low yeah, yeah, exactly. You can see someone punching sideways and then actually accidentally knocking him over. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, at the end of the day, I mean, that's the way the fight game's going. It's, it's, it's entertainment. It doesn't necessarily have to be the highest standard of fighting. You know, as long as these fights are evenly matched, then people are happy to see that people are happy to watch them, no matter what the standard is. So, um, you going to make yeah. a comeback then, are you, bud? Absolutely not. I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> well, I actually got asked as recently as a month ago to actually fight Justin Hodges, so um, which I looked at and I'd watched his fight previously, and I was like, I actually couldn't believe I was just the thought was crossing my mind. I was like, I actually would take that fight because I was that confident. But then um, when um, Steve, my trainer, approached him, they went, no, he's looking to fight Paul Gallon and basically he's just trying to remain intact to make it to that fight. So, um, But, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly done with fighting. It. There'd uh, want to be some I'd... zeros on the end of that check. <laughs> yeah. And there's also, there, there comes a point when you, it's just time to grow up, isn't it? <laughs> no. Time to... What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen. Yeah, so... Um, Mate, well, the yeah. other obviously you're going to be our cricket reporter moving forward. Tabitha is actually our, uh, or she's our entertainment reporter, or TMZ person, or Kardashian person, or whatever yep. we're going to going to call that. And I go back to a message I sent you uh, on the 16th of June, and I said, 
Adam, can you please reach out to whomever you know to see whether there's a chance we could arrange an evening with one of the following? They're currently in Australia and we could fill a room within 48 hours and I've got Kim Kardashian and Katy Perry and you come back going, ha-ha, okay, I will ask, but probably not really my junior of people. Yeah. (laughs) And that that was a fair call, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I think you've asked me some stuff before. I think probably the most random one was when you asked me about John Daly. And I think you know that... um, I'm not, I mean, people know that I'm not particularly the biggest golf fan, but just by coincidence, out of all the, the golfers in the world, they are, he's actually a friend of mine. So, But I love the uh, response back. You said, what, is that that fat, overweight, alcoholic, gambling golfer? <laughs> and it was like, yeah, that's him. And he goes, yeah, do you want me to call him now? I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of all the people in the world, I guess that's, out of all the golfers in the world, it was probably going to be him would be the only one I'd be friends with. So Yeah, no, fair um, enough too. Fair enough too. So from a Kardashian point of view, we were talking about this before you come on air. Um, you don't know them, you never met them, don't know who they are. Well, I know, obviously. I mean, I, I, I know who they are. You Who's your favourite? Well, I know Kim. Okay, I'm going to rephrase. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I, you, I know Kim. You know and of I'll, Kim. You don't know Kim. <laughs> I don't know her personally. I know of her. I'm aware of her. But that's, um, I think that's probably off the back of her involvement with Kanye. And then I know the the dad, well, the dad mum, the mum dad. What I know, I know the that guy, the one. Who, uh, I know that's probably just because that was such massive news. So, um, yeah, that's um, where. But you've got a daughter the same age as my daughter sat next to me. Um, yeah. Is she not a Kardashian fan? Not really. She doesn't really sort of. She's not really that way inclined. She's more um, caught up in her fitness, and she's not really into the cardio. Which is, I know that's 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 in no way disrespectful to people who are interested in them. She's just that's just not really her. Oh, fair enough too. Fair enough too. She'll know who Billie Eilish is, and my mate, she can play some of that music later. She would, yeah, but she's she's more. I understand that she'd be in the minority there. That old people, Tabitha's age, would be. She, you know, everyone knows the Kardashians. I don't know they're probably the most famous people in the world, aren't they? So I reckon they'd have to be close. You'd have to make an argument for that. So, and and I think was what I was thinking about this the other day. Not not a lot, but (laughs) it crossed my mind the other day that um I was I think someone I think where did come Kim Kardashian come from? and then I remembered she sort of became famous for being Paris Hilton's friend, wasn't she? Who was also another... We had this conversation 25 minutes ago, and it was because of a sex tape. I, didn't, I forgot she was Paris Hilton's friend. Uh, yeah, I was like, how did she just chick become so famous? And, and then I was thinking, was it the sex tape or was it the Paris Hilton thing? Well, I couldn't remember which one came first. So, Tabitha? Um, not sure. Probably all around the same time, I would say. So was she on that? What was that Paris Hilton show that... Um, Simple Life. Yeah, was she on that? No, that was Paris and Nicole Richie. Yeah, but she didn't sort of have a... I don't think so. Oh, okay. They just kind of just did random things. It was pretty funny. It was a pretty I mean, funny show. Kind of out, superseded. Uh, Paris Hilton was massive, wasn't she? Mm. And then she's kind of um, gone past her. I mean, uh, this is a, oh, a very... Oh, This is an amateur me looking at it from the outside, but... Um, she seems to have, you know, caught up with her and superseded her. So, is that um, right, Tabitha? Mm, I would just say that they just do like different, 
different. So is Paris Hilton still doing yeah. stuff? Yeah, she. I know she's massive in the NFT space. She does lots of stuff for like um trying to stop um like you know in America they have those like camps for like bad kids but they just like kind of abuse them like they just make them sleep in the woods and stuff. Oh yeah. She like does a lot of things to like try and get them banned and like try and make the kids like be safer or whatever. Oh okay. So she does like a lot of work for that, but like I don't think she. She's not on the radar as much as she used to be, though, is she? Yeah, I think she's like coming back in that kind of thing, but not like in the way she used to be like famous for being like a party girl. Okay, but she's not doing that anymore. No, she just does DJ. She DJs at like lots of festivals. Oh, she was DJ. I saw that somewhere actually where she yeah. was. Um, she was DJing. So. So you got Paris Hilton's a DJ. Shaq's a DJ. What about uh, Holy Smokes DJ? <laughs> well, we got we already worked out that my playlist is too eclectic for DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's a fair call. That's, that's a fair call. You'd have to, you know, you could go there and you could have like a jazz song come up and then a, a classical song. I think I'd be too confusing for the dance floor. Yeah, you'd be a wet, you'd be a <laughs> wedding DJ. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be like the wedding singer yeah. that movie. The one that, that plays something for everybody, keep everybody. Yeah, happy exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My Sweet Caroline oh. into uh, <laughs> Cali- California love or something. He'll appreciate the name of the new stadium, <laughs> mate. How's oh. this? You know the new uh, the new stadium we're building. I want to yeah. call it the Mac Arena. That's actually a great idea. Hey, hey. how good's you. that? Uh, well, I heard it's a better it's a better idea than what I'd heard the other day. Well, Bin Chicken Stadium. Bin Chicken Stadium. <laughs> uh, it's a great name for a stadium. No, Tabitha's shaking her head as well. Well, mate, this phone call was going to go for five minutes. It's gone for 43 minutes. So yeah. there's nothing unusual there. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to see you in a couple of hours at the uh, Destiny Rescue Lunch, mate. Thanks for putting your time and effort into that. It is a great charity, and we really appreciate you. All right. Cheers, guys. See, see you, brother. See you, mate. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. There you go, 43 minutes of smokes. What do you reckon, Christopher? It's a long time for a phone call. The boy can talk though. Yeah, he's got some good stories. <coughs> he wanted to still reckon his best stories when he he um, <laughs> told Frank Sinatra to, <laughs> to fuck off. No, it was his brother. Oh, two told yeah, him. That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get him to tell that one next time. I reckon he'll tell it today. Oh, you reckon the Frank story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he realised how good it was, um, and I was prompting him to tell it numerous times while we were in Birmingham. I will have to um, have to tell get in his ear today. Mm. Okay, so let's last thing is the footy tips for the weekend. Oh, We've got G Long versus Brisbane. Who you got? Pain's going to say, and I hope Rob's not listening, Geelong. Tabitha? Yeah, I would say Geelong too. Geelong, yeah, okay. And then Sydney and Collingwood, Christopher? Sydney. Sydney. Okay, awesome. Love that. Two Collingwood players. Was I right all of them last week? You were. Every single one? Yeah. Smashed it. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah, because she didn't pick your sharks. Yeah, she went the same as me, and I got like one out of four. Oh, maybe you weren't. No, I didn't, because... We'll check the tapes. We'll check the tapes. Roosters, and I said rabbits. Yeah, roosters. Didn't yeah, you did. You went rabbits. Yeah, so yeah. you might have got two. So she beat you. That's all that matters. Hey, right, Parramatta versus Canberra. Oh, it's all dependent on whether Mitch Moses plays. Mitch Moses plays. Yeah. You, you reckon he plays? Yeah, he has to. It's a final. Yeah, I don't reckon. Oh, Canberra. If you go Parramatta, I'm going Canberra. I've gone Canberra. Well, no way. I'm back in Parramatta. I hate them. Oh, well, I'm going Parramatta. Over there? I would say Canberra. Canberra, good girl. Sharks, South Sydney. Sharks. Got to go, Sharkies. Stick with your Rabbitohs. 
No, I didn't like the Rabbitohs. I just knew that they were going to beat the Roosters. Oh, you so reckon they'll beat the Sharks? Um, I'm not it's sure. not even at Shark Park. Why? That's fucked. Well, that no, should be at Shark people. Park. Speaking yeah. of the game last night. Hang day. on. What do you got? Shark. Uh, Sharks or South Sydney? Um, I'll say Sharks. Sharks, okay. We're all on the Sharks. The game last week between Roosters and Rabbitohs. Yep. Baxter versus Archer. Yep. It was vi- it was a violent game. Yep. Were the boys into each other? No, what actually happened Baxter was left. Baxter was giving him a whole heap of shit at the start because they were up. Yeah. And then it turned. Yeah. And then he went to play Fortnite. Because he had the shits. Yeah. And at the end of the game, he came out and he actually stomped on the hat. And he's now a Dolphins fan. Wow. But then he come back out about 20 minutes later and goes, I feel really bad. I stood on the hat, Dad. I went, you should. That's atrocious. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I still like the Roosters. But, um, yeah, I think he'll be a I Dolphins think, fan next year. I think he's in for more pain with the Dolphins than anything. Oh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting year. He came up to me and he's like, Oh, roosters are smashing. And I was like, okay, so I'm assuming they're up by like 20. And then I come into the lounge room and when I, by then they're up by two. And I was like, yeah. It was an interesting game. What's well, the seven sin bins? Seven sin Most bins. sin bins ever. I thought if you got sin bin twice, you got sent off. No, that's soccer. Yeah, I just so thought it was in the league as well. Because nah. it doesn't happen very often. Nah, two players got sin bin twice. That's atrocious. Anyway, what's this uh, weekend bringing, mate? Footy, footy, footy? And uh, obviously you're going to Karen's yeah, Diner. Karen's. Um, I'll be in the shop tomorrow afternoon to, for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, so that's local card shop at Arundel? At Arundel, yep. I'll be there in the day with, with uh, the Roosters supporters. You can give him shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll come in and... Tag team? Rel- get ready to go and get yeah. uh, the Swannies. Two o'clock, yeah. Um, that's about it. That's me. Church Chabazza, what are you up to? Church on Sunday. I already told you. Oh, that's right. You've got your parties. Party, party. Party girl. So we're not going to see you during the day because you'll be sleeping. Paris Hilton of the Gold Coast, some may say. No. Some may say. I'm too tired for that. Too tired? Um, yep. So what are you doing this weekend? Busy. Me, I'm working tomorrow at the local card shop. I'm yep. putting in my hours, putting yep. in the j- paying my dues. Yep. Celebrating the Swannies win, booking a ticket to Melbourne. Yep. And then uh, I'm going on holidays. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday because it's school Sorry? holidays. Going on holidays. Where are you going? Well, I think we're having a staycation now. We were going to go away, but mm. uh, I think one of the young fellas has to work one of the nights. So we're having a bit of a staycation. Is at the toy shop? He is at the toy shop, yeah. So we'll, um, yeah, I'm, or we might go up to Sunny Coast. Not sure yet, but nice. three days away would be uh, very nice. Go up to Hamilton Island, mate, a couple of nights. <sighs> Bring that on. Oh, 28th excited. of February, Hamilton Island, the party of the year. What's that? 20th? It's my 50th. Everyone. Everyone can be there. You're only 49. <laughs> Fuck off. On that note, good to see you. <laughs> you're not, you're not just a pretty <laughs> face. Rattled. What's your dad joke for the week? Oh, I don't have one. You're supposed to be prepared. Uh, well, I wasn't prepared. I only got told that I was coming on today. You're on every week. You know this. Yeah. It's like you'll have to be there. You'll have to prepare some dad jokes. I just can't think of any. You haven't got any off the top of your head? No. No, you? None that can be repeated. See, I've actually... <laughs> the Gailey one I've already told. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, thanks, guys and girls. Have a lovely week. Just remember, you're not just a pretty face. No, more than that. You are, mate. Much more to everyone. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Bye. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. You know it yet? No. 
When oh, you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble, give a whistle. Here we go, you ready? And this'll help things turn out for the best. This is it, here we go. Hey. Always look on the bright side of life. Thanks, everyone. Have a cracker of a week. <laughs>